in the intro and you're over here coming at me like I'm about to fight Tyson <laughs> oh well I appreciate that it that was that was hot uh we gotta appreciate uh uh Joel and Pete starting this up but uh we're giving them a breather tonight and we're gonna remix this like Colin said um so what we're gonna start off talking about is a couple of real sports um topics we got the big three, you know, we ain't the roll-up, but we can do a little bit better uh, about Absolutely. FSU, Florida, and Miami season so far. And, and what are we expecting going forward? Uh, playoff predictions for the NFL. It's been a kind of a wild year so far. Colin got has his uh, lock of the week. You know, if, if you've been – Joel, you might want to listen to this because he's been hitting on it. I think it's like three or four weeks in a row now. Um, it is. And then we got a big Powerball tomorrow. What would you do if you won that kind of money? After that, we're going to discuss Gator Fantasy. That's what this podcast is for. Um, mid-season power rankings that I just uh, brought out last week or Monday or whatever it was. I, I can't remember. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to discuss those a little bit. Uh, topic, who played themselves so far this year with uh, the trades that have gone down? And then we'll get to the pod questions. So let's start off with Florida State, Florida, and Miami. What, uh, who do we want to begin with? So let's start off with Miami. I'm tired of these boys. I almost can't fucking watch them anymore. Mark Rick runs a 1990s offense. We run no motion. We run one fucking run play. And it's a draw or not even draw it. It's a zone read the entire game. And if that's all you show all game, it's not that hard for a DN to just sit on the fucking quarterback. He's going to go inside. Brian Burns did it all fucking two weeks ago. I don't even know the bums last name versus Virginia. Versus Virginia. 
We will not be shit until Mark Rick hands over the fucking play sheet. He's just not going to, though. He never, he hasn't done that in forever. Okay, here's the thing. Here's how I consider it. Miami defense right now, number two in the country. Mark Rick's offense, 75. Yeah, they're they're terrible. Well, right now they have an efficiencies. They got the offense is. The efficiency is the play call. Yeah, well, they got Miami as a 69th uh, most efficient offense in the country, sixth-ranked defense. The special teams is one of the worst with 123. And that you can see that in the FSU game. I don't know if it's been that bad the rest of the season, oh, too. Yeah, it's been horrible, like the LSU game, which well, that's why I said well, that's one of the reasons I said Florida was going to beat LSU. And I didn't think LSU was that good. On four scoring drives for LSU, they started inside Miami's 50-yard line. They started with in Miami in Miami territory. I believe twice it was the forty-two, and twice it was the forty-four. Our punters fucking. Suck. All right, so I let's 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 go here. Well, we'll put down the uh, the rest of the season. You are at what six and two, five and two, five and two, I believe. All right, so you get a bye week this week, and then you go to Boston College on a Friday night. You winning or you losing? L. L. I, I, I cannot. We are starting Malik Rose here. I cannot give us a win anyway. <laughs> yeah, one game. <laughs> we are five and five in our last ten games, and it's all because of play calling. It's not because of our defense. It's because of our play calling and our special teams. Is we need to hire a special teams coach? Is Mark and we need Rick to hire an offense coordinator? Is Mark Rick wasting the Miami defense's window? I think he is. Oh, oh, he's one hundred percent wasting my like this defense. If you look at it, it's. It's 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 fucking great. Like I mean, it really is. I mean, with turnovers, it was the same thing last year, though. Like you guys had a ton of turnovers, and none of them contributed to points. Yeah, I think this defense is even better than than last year because you got guys like Garvin who played behind Chad Thomas. I think Garvin's better than Chad Thomas right now. Yeah, better than he was last year. Garvin Um, might be better than Joe Jackson. I believe Joe Jack. I believe Garvin is actually better bending the edge. He can stop the run. I think Garvin is a freak for. So does this defense win a game? Like, can you you seriously think you can't win Boston College, Duke, Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, or Pitt? None of those. Pitt is pretty ass. I know. I think we can we can win some of those. I just can't tell you which one. We just lost to Virginia, and we let up two hundred yards and had three turnovers. Or the Southern defense, 200 yards, three turnovers. There's no game that if you say to your like to, to me personally, same as the Bucks. Hey, you held your team to 200 yards and you got three turnovers. Oh, dude, we won that by 100. Like Miami, like they just Mark Rick is a fucking. I'm, I'm honestly starting to give up on him already because like you are just showing me that you can't make these issues like. Nikosi Perry, there's no reason. Malik Rozier, you've seen what he can give you. He's not getting better. He's never going to be your guy in the future. Nikosi should be getting all the rest of the world. And then but not even know. that, like, what are you sending to recruits right now? Like, you, Williams is going to be your guy next year, but you want to, you don't want kids, like, you have to get a quarterback after Williams for this class, I feel like, because if you just pulled Perry for fucking Rozier, who's going to, He's got to be gone. There's no way he's coming back after that shit. 
Why would he? Yeah, because if he, why would he come back to that fucking shit when he can just put himself as that grad transfer? He only he played in less than four games this year, right? No, he's played five. Oh damn, that sucks. Maybe that's why he fucking did that instead of the LSU. I mean, the FSU game because he knew if Rick. It it makes no. This is what I'm saying. Like Rick. Not, I mean, pulling him in a game versus fucking uh, Virginia, and when they were well, how how bad were they down? In the first world, did you? His reasoning was they were giving looks that he thought that Malik was prepared better for. That he thought that Malik had seen those. That's fucking bullshit. This is what I'm telling. This is what I think is these coaches are going to do. He didn't pull him in a game when they were down 20 to FSU, but he pulled yeah. him in a game versus Virginia, who three. sucks ass after being down three. If he fucking pulls him in FSU and plays Rozier and keeps playing him, say Rozier starts in, yeah. uh, what's it called? Then he hit the red shirt. Yeah, so. Well, no, he already has a red shirt, so he can't do that. He redshirted already? He redshirted last year. Yeah, he can't do that. So oh, he's true. Huh. But I understand where that was going. Yeah, because that would have made a lot of sense that Rick was doing that. But it's the same I thing think, I think with FSU you know, right now. Yeah, we don't have a we don't have yeah. a backup behind Blackman. Francois would fucking leave in a second. He's a piece of shit teammate, anyways. If you if yeah. if if he were to get benched, he would literally quit, and we would have a walk on because Bailey Hockman transferred. Yeah. I I feel like coaches are going to do that yeah. shit a lot. Yeah, I don't, the Nikosi thing, I just don't get, like, you see the art, like, the guy, he has a horrible offensive line. The offensive line is not second. The offensive line coach needs to go. Um, you, you're not doing anything in the run game to help him, really. I mean, but when he's on, the dude fucking drops some dimes, No, he made right? huge, I mean, he, he was, he was very, that's his thing coming out of uh, high school, though. He was inaccurate, but he makes, he has a huge yeah. arm. Yeah, he has a bazooka. I mean, but he's more accurate than Rozier by a mile. Yeah, well, Rozier shouldn't even be on the fucking team. He sucks. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't. I don't. I see Rozier as like, say, like a Brett Phillips, or not even Brett Phillips. Like, say, a better Brett Phillips, like a guy that has just an arm <laughs> that the team had nobody left to go to. Oh, you're talking about high school wise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm saying like, like Malik was a baseball player. Oh. He wasn't a football player. He got recruited in Miami as like a baseball player and a football player, and he was just supposed to be a fucking backup and then play baseball as well. Then he committed to football full time, and we didn't have another fucking quarterback, so he went in for ten games, one fucking ten games, or no, he went in for twelve games and then lost the last three. I mean, he just—I mean, I All right, so- like last week. I haven't given up on a Miami game so early in a game, and I've never like I was—I didn't. I, I left. I went to the fucking bar and did. Yeah, I, you were. I was with you. <laughs> yeah, third quarter. All right, so let's. We, what, we can move on. Let's move on to the next team, and we're going to go with the Gators. I'm not going to lie; they're surprising me. I knew that. This is where I see. I don't. I knew this where they kind of. Are they trapped though? I think they could be because I'm telling you, LSU, yeah, they beat Georgia. I don't know how. Like, you can get those games where you play up and you play down. I don't know how. Um, but I just. Georgia lost a lot on that, defense. Like, 
Yeah, Georgia's not Georgia has been tested all year. Like Georgia has not been that they haven't been tested. They played one close game this year. I mean, it wasn't very close, but it was close at one point. I really think the Gators could beat Georgia next week. I don't think that's going to happen because I think Georgia's going to be pissed off. And it's Felipe Franks, man. Yeah, but you can't trust that. Can't trust him. I know you definitely can, but this defense is that game. I knew. I knew Burroughs was going to fuck up for LSU versus Florida. I just knew that. Like, I saw what he did for Miami. Like, every, like, after the Miami game they played, every podcast, every, dude, LSU's got a QB. No, they don't. He's a fucking game manager. I'm like, I said, dude, did you guys watch the fucking game? This kid was 11 for 24 for 124 yards (laughs) and zero touchdowns, zero interceptions with Miami. And people are like blowing up like he's fucking Haskins or some shit. Yeah. No. uh, I I, I, Florida's not in my legit category yet. No, no, no. They're just good. I would say they're a lot like, yeah, they're just a lot like Miami last year. They're just winning games. Like, you don't know how. Winning games. That's all they got to do. I don't know how they're winning them, but they're fucking winning them. Yeah, because, I mean, so you got a blowout versus Charleston Southern. The loss to Kentucky, it's not as bad as it looks. Although, I mean, the snow is starting to fall off. Yeah, a little bit, but they're definitely out. They're outperforming their their roster for for sure. Finally, uh, Colorado State blowout. Tennessee, they beat the shit out of them. Mississippi State, that was a huge win. That was the biggest. I think that call for Mississippi State changed the fucking Gators mentality. Like. You sent an all-out yeah. blitz all with the game on the line, and that shit hit, and they have just looked really good since yeah. then. I mean, the Vanderbilt game last week, I rewatched it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, though. It's, Mississippi State is – there is – you always get those teams in the SEC who just win a couple, and it's like, boom, they're in the top 25. Yeah. And I think Mississippi State's one of those teams. I think they'll finish around 7-5. To be honest, but you just—I don't know. They overrated the hell out of Fitzgerald this year. Yeah, like Vanderbilt last week, though they came out and punched him in the mouth, and they just couldn't keep scoring. I mean, that is true, but man, Vanderbilt. You—I feel like you're going to get games like that, though. You know, you are like that. Them coming back is pretty big, especially with Franks. Like that's why I think their defense is so damn good. Their defense is good, for sure. It's no crazy because That's I right. thought their defense would be shit this year. I don't know if it's Gratham or what, but, like, Gardner's still kind of eh to me uh, in some situations. Like, open field tackling is not yeah. that man's th- thing, but they have a disgusting D-line. Like, Plight, uh, him, Ford, I mean, Florida's got three of the top pass rushers in the country. Like, uh, the state of Florida. Like, Burns, Jackson, Polite is disgusting for three. And then, what's the other kid's name opposite of Florida? Um, God, what, um, I want to say, like, Moon or something like that. Um, he's pretty good. Corner, oh, yeah. And they're without their best you know, corner. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of D-linemen right now in the big four. There's no doubt. Like, so, what, what, what are we thinking here? So, yeah. for, for the rest of Florida season, we got Georgia. They got a bye this week. That's pretty big going into that game. Uh, so, I think, I think, I think, I still think Georgia wins that game. I think they just, and I watched the entire LSU Florida game. There was just some lucky fucking shit that happened in that game for LSU. The ball bounced their way. 
Um, I still think Georgia. I here's what I'll say about Georgia. You gotta fucking put Fields in the game. You yeah, have to. I think so. Too. If you want to beat Florida, if you want to beat Florida, Fields got to go in the game. Fromm is not gonna fucking beat them. Like Fromm is not. You that was proven. If Fromm plays a, a good, tough defense, he hasn't beaten anyone. Yeah, he hasn't beaten. You know, he didn't. He, they're just. He's just. He's a game manager to me. Like he's done. No, he is for sure. He's a he's a game manager. Um, just like Murray. And, but oh, you have an elite, worse. You have an elite talent on bench. When they scored last, I think the two maybe though. I know they scored one drive. They put Fields in the game. Georgia does the same thing almost Miami now. They run a fucking bunch of zone reads. And if you don't have a quarterback that can just fucking take off, there's no respect to that. They just come down, crash down. Hey, we're gonna let you run because our our linebackers can go out and run run you down. Like, and Brom is fucking. Not that. So you think they're going to still win either, if either quarterback plays? No, I don't. I think if Ron plays, they fucking lose. But I think that there's already enough pressure on Kirby to go to go to Fields, and he's going to play one quarter. He's going to fucking suck, and they're going to put Fields in, and then he can go off. Well, I think he'll go off with his legs more than anything because there's nothing more unstoppable in the college games than a quarterback can run. Yeah. All right, so a flip for Georgia, Florida, um, Missouri. I think they'll win, beat Missouri. Um, they'll win all the rest of those games. They'll win all the rest of those games. I don't want to say that. Florida State might be able I to give them a little I think Florida, I still think Florida State can beat them because Florida State, I know, will be upset that they lost to Miami and the defense. And they'll need to win. Yeah, and they'll win the need. They'll need to win one of these games, like to make a bowl. Yeah, they'll need to – well, that game, they'll come out strong for sure. No doubt. All right. Um, Florida definitely – Dane Mullen did a good job this year uh, yeah, so far. with. But, I mean, know, Frank's his uh, ass. I think the biggest question now is what do they do at quarterback? Is Frank coming coming back and you get another year of this shit? Or – I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes – first year head coaches, they are – is this his first year? No. Yeah. What, at Florida? His first year is – Yeah. Yeah, first year at Florida. McElwain did the same t- type of thing his first year, too. McElwain did the same thing. It's like, But you can't compare that. It's just I, it's just like when I hate when people compare, like, oh, he's a wide receiver from this school you, because of past people. You know, you can't do that shit. That's not fair to Mullen. I don't know. He's doing no, all. That's fair. I'm saying it's the same situation. Like, he's going to be able to recruit his own guys. Like, yeah. Not his guys. Yeah. But, I mean, he had McElwain recruiting the other one, so. <laughs> I know, but McElwain got, like, that defense in there. Like, that's not just what's his name. That's not much chance defense. Yeah, I was surprised at the deal. I thought the linebackers would be worse than they've been playing so far. I, st- I don't um, know, but they haven't played a good passing team like that. There's no really passing teams in the SEC to really expose those guys. So Unless they I play mean, Bama. I don't know. Well, if they play fucking Bama, they're going to fall off the goddamn field. Well, everybody is. Anyway. Everyone, that that Bama team is gonna. I mean, that team with Tua, like you, people been able to beat Bama because they've been oh they've been tough on on offense, especially the quarterback position. Now they have the best, maybe the best player in the country, and the nastiest receiving core. Oh yeah, Judy and oh my god, it's fucking ridiculous. I like how I don't know if you saw Nick Saban like got upset there like when he said when players get hurt when guys go down. We can't just shit another player. I'm like, 
Yeah, you, you can. Fucking, you got <laughs> you got eighty fucking percent blue chip on your fucking roster, dude. Like in that and the rest not even eighty percent, that's the fucking walk ons that cover up the eighty percent. There's like fucking ten three stars on that team that are right here on scholarship. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um all right. team is just so deep. This guy needs to step up out of nowhere every year for Bama. Like, Tua was on the fucking bench. Let's get that straight. Like, you do shit another player. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to move on to the worst team in Florida right now, and that's the Florida State Seminoles. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a long It's going to be a long year. Offensive uh, line is the worst I've ever seen in the history of football. Um, we have a new we have, have, uh, we have a new rotation this <laughs> week. Uh, again so I'm, I'm gotta try it gotta try it this is the 10th different starting offensive line uh or 10th different rotation they've had in fucking six games so wake wow. forest this week uh i think we can w- beat wake forest they got a this kid I, i'm trying to remember what his name is it's like greg dirch or he's a receiver and he's actually kind of nasty but i do i do remember i do know he he reminds me of steve smith a lot that guy he he was really good. Uh, Clemson at noon that week after that's a fucking L. Our schedule <laughs> our schedule for the rest of the season is fucking brutal. We and then are you ready to turn those Notre Dame tickets over or what? No nah, man, that fight that's definitely going down. Uh, we're about <laughs> okay. Hear me out here. This, the rest of the season is Wake Forest. That's a winnable game uh, to get us to four. Then we have Clemson at six, number eight, at number 16, NC State, at Hell. Notre Dame versus Boston College, Hell. home versus number 11, Florida. Uh, you have, for Florida State to win, go to a bowl, they have to beat Wake Forest. And then Boston College, and then one of Clemson, NC State, Notre Dame, Florida. Probably not going to happen. They could beat NC State. NC State will fall off. I am going to go on a bold take here, and I think out of those four games, I think we could beat Notre Dame before we could beat. Uh, I'm I just think crazy. I'm just not sold Notre on Notre Dame Dame's. Their defense is disgusting. Actually, I forgot. They would destroy our offensive line. <laughs> I mean, a lot of teams would imagine if Chubb was still at fucking NC State and oh. had 17 sacks. <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb. Uh, it's not a limb. Actually, no, I'm going to say we make a bowl. We're going to win six games. I don't. I can't put it out who. I think we beat Wake Forest and Boston College, and we got to win one of Clemson, NC State, Notre Dame, and Florida. We'll get, we'll get yeah, one. Yeah, I just thought about it. You're not, you're, you're not beating Florida either because their defense is going to fucking maul you guys. Yeah. Um, hopefully this, your defense is also going to ball. Your defense is also going to fuck. That's what I'm saying. That's going to be a fucking shitty game. That I know exactly what I've seen that game played like four times in a row now. (laughs) I just want that streak to continue. I don't even remember the score last year because your boy was absolutely faded. If if Florida State can, if as long as they beat the Gators, at this point I'll be happy. Everything else, I don't. It just fucking hopes and it dreams. Is it is what it is. That's where I'm at with Miami. Um, I'm really, and I've, I've learned something um, as a fan and as a future GM of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm never signing a coaching extension after one year. Ever. Ever. 
Yeah, that's... You need to get it until they're in the last, almost the second or last deal of their fucking contract to sign them. Miami is locked up with Rick until 2023. Ooh, and they don't have the money to buy him out either. Well, I mean, they'd have to call fucking Derek Jeter or some shit. <laughs> A-Rod. All right, let's talk about I mean, these playoff five, predictions. It's a $5 million a year, but, like, if we lose Manny Diaz, this team is ass. Let's run through the playoff predictions real quick for the NFL. Uh, right okay, now, okay. who do you – so, <clears throat> in the NFL standings hey. right now, we have – Let's run through this quick. We got we're going into week seven. Playoffs yep. right now. We have the Kansas City Chiefs as the number one overall seed in the AFC. You think that sticks? They're in. They're in. No, they're you think they're staying there? No, I mean Yeah, I mean I think they could. Still not sold on. I mean, they're gonna make the playoffs. I'm saying they're in the playoffs. Okay, yeah, all right. all right, we'll do that then. Uh, Patriots, let's, yeah, and they're in, no doubt. The Bengals. Uh, no, because I think the Steelers get the wild. Actually, maybe I think that could be a wild card, but I think the Steelers get the wild card, and the Ravens maybe win the division. But or that could be football. All right, yeah, there that division's pretty good this year. Uh, yeah, the Ravens defense nasty. Chargers. Yeah. Chargers, okay. I think they so, are potential wild card. Wild card. I'll give them wild card. And right now the Titans are winning the AFC South with a tiebreaker. That division is looking like it was three or four years ago. Yeah. Fucking horrible. I still think the Jags yeah, come in and win it. I still think that I do think the Jags win that division because eventually defense just takes over. Bortles will put it together to fucking burn up, and then they're getting rid of him this year. So the Titans haven't scored a touchdown, an offensive touchdown, I think, in two weeks since that like Corey Davis game where he won it in overtime. Yeah, they are hey, a worry. bad offense. <laughs> hey, don't worry, Mariota's better than one. Yeah. All right, so the NFC, the Rams. Uh, yeah, number one <laughs> The Saints. They're in for show. One in the division. Yeah. Uh, the Redskins. No chance. No chance at all? No, I think the Eagles win that division. Okay. I still think the Eagles somehow pull it out. I do, uh, I do not think you can win, uh, a, I don't think you can win a division with, um, Alex Smith is your fucking quarterback. Okay. Uh, the Bears. I think the Bears are in. I think they can make it. Actually, you know what? This is the game I know if the Bears are for real. I think they had a little letdown last week because they thought, you know, Brock Osweiler was playing. So they didn't come out with as much emotion as they needed. Also, another little fact of the day, Brock Osweiler, with three starts he's made on three different teams, his very first start to all beat the Bears. That's how that man gets his uh, his paycheck right there, thanks to Chicago, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that is just horrible. Mind right. you, the Bucs got fucking beat the shit out of them. The fucking Dolphins beat them. Oh, my God, they're so bad. <laughs> what about the uh, the Panthers? Uh, wild card. Packers. 
No chance. That team's fucking garbage. And if they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, that team would win three games this year. He he does a lot for that team. It's insane. Like that roster. That, that, McCarthy needs to go too. You remember, yeah. You remember when uh, like Peyton Manning got hurt and he couldn't play that one year, and they won two fucking games. Yeah. That would be this team. It's yeah. like he was out for the rest of the season. Like that team would not win games. Like. They, who did they, who did they just play? Oh no, they played the San Francisco 49ers with CJ Brethard and it took down to the final minute with Aaron Rodgers magic to win the game. Like, dude, that team just got beat by Arizona, who just got beat by Denver by 40. <laughs> yeah, that I mean their receiving core is hurt. They don't have an identity. Like Aaron Rodgers is the guy, but like the running back situation, no. it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, Aaron Jones is the best back, but no. then they'll fucking use a converted wide receiver on the goal line and shit. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I agree. Back uh, coaching. So, okay. I, I think I think the Vikings will replace the Packers in the playoffs. I'm with you on that. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I, agree. I think two teams are probably going to make it out of the division. Whether it's going to be the Packers or the Bears is a different story. I think the Bears take it over the Packers. I think they do. A lot A lot this week shows what the Bears are made of. I know Clem acts a little hurt, but I feel like that could be a move. Well, he... Belichick, Belichick. The, uh, the Patriots are missing their starting right tackle this week, so Matt could go off. No, 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 no. Second bunch. All right, Colin, now it's your turn. What is the lock of the week for you gambling uh, addicts? Uh, Joel, you might want to listen to this. Colin, as we said at the beginning of the show, I think we're at three or four weeks now uh, in a row. So what do we got this week? It's the team we just left off on. The game we just left off on, Bears-Patriots. Patriots are fucking, they're playing too well right now. Minus two and a half. You take the fucking, you take the pass all day long here. Minus two and a half with the Pats? Minus two and a half with the Pats. I like that. fucking hot. Edelman's fucking hot. Gronk is fucking hot. Sonny Michelle's dick is hard running the fucking rock. Wow. Take the Pats. Yeah, that that team is, their offense is starting to get real fucking good, Mike. Well, (laughs) think about it. The Patriots haven't had a real running back ever. Corey Dillon, bro. Well, bro, come on, man. I was in diapers with Corey Dillon. Lawrence Maroney? <laughs> wow. They, ha- they haven't had a real running back since Rex went on IR. <laughs> oh, we are going to go there. Yeah, that's a bold move right there. All right, lock of the week. I disagree. <laughs> lock of the lock week of the presented week. to you go by... Presented to you by Geek Geek. Geek Geek, ladies and gentlemen, it is what you get. You see the prices. There's no ads. There's no extra fees. This isn't StubHub. Put in promo code CB. Get zero off. Thank you. <laughs> SeatGeek. Great ad. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, SeatGeek. We, uh, we really appreciate that zero off that you give us every week. Um, all right. So let's, in, let's get... Promo code, <laughs> put in promo code SIG. You get zero off as well if you're looking for something like that. What's... <laughs> Let's get into the 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 meat. You know, we just had the potatoes, but now it's time for the meat of the podcast. No pun intended there. Uh, it's Gator Fantasy Talk time. We're 30 minutes deep. It's time to do another 30. 
Uh, let's start off the Gator Fantasy Talk with a section called Who Played Themselves? Uh, this is going to be, we're going to bring up the trades that have gone down so far in Gator Fantasy. And uh, are you a dumbass or not? So I got the trade uh, list okay. starting up right now. We got. I'm going to say who played them. First. I'm going to say who played himself before you even name the list. I'm going to say who played himself before. Oh, you, I'm going to start with one name and one name only. Okay. Geronimo <laughs> Allison. <laughs> so you're thinking Joel played himself. Dude, you fucking gave up the number one receiver. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, go, let's, let's give some credits to Joel from the very beginning. Let's do this right now. The first trade of the season after week one was... Stefan Diggs and Chris Carson from Joel's for Demarius Thomas to me. Play himself. Okay. Uh, the next trade was <clears throat> Joel trading away Odell Beckham to <clears throat> Nate. Nate for Adam Thielen and Lamar Miller. Amazing trade. He fucking robbed his ass. Took him for his ride. He did. Uh, but, then he, but then he blew it. So then, uh, Joel traded Demarius for Tevin Coleman. I think that was a good trade. I think that was good for him. I think Daddy was dumb for that. Wasn't that <laughs> Daddy? Daddy, that was Daddy. And you, you, when you call yourself wide receiver, you don't need to keep adding. Well, this, this was. I think this was. I think this was right out. Somebody got hurt for uh, Daddy. At running back, I can't remember. And he had Ingram um, suspended, so I, I get that. Same thing with Joel in this other trade. He needed uh, a running back. He got the best receiver in fantasy. Um, we're gonna go into that afterwards, anyways. So next trade: Eric Ebron for Derrick Henry. I fucking played myself. Well, you know. Big time I definitely put. I needed I needed a running back, and now Derrick Henry is sitting on the waiver wire, and Eric Ebron's one of the top tight ends in the league. Okay. Yes, he is. Next, we have the biggest trade in Gator fantasy this year. Uh, Steven received Kareem Hunt, Trey Burton, and Robert Woods for Melvin Gordon and Eric Ebron. Um, I like those. I think it's good for both. It was a perfect trade. I think it's fair trade. I think it's fair trade on both sides. Yeah. yeah especially now that Cup's gone, Cooper Cup. Yeah. Uh, he's out. Even um, with Cup, even Robert Woods was balling. Yeah, he was, which I don't understand how he is because that guy to me, I just, when I see that guy's name, I'm like, that guy's been trash for five years. Well, like, he was he trash was. before he got to the Rams. He was just overrated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When he was on, when he was on the Bills, it was like, what the fuck is going on? It was also the Bills. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the next trade is the the puzzling one, kind of to me. And this is this trade really, to be honest, shook up the Gator fantasy, uh, in my opinion. Um, James White was traded for Julian Edelman. Uh, that gave Stephen two real big backs to go along with Hyde too. Even I mean Hyde's starting to start to fall off with the Browns, but I mean he wasn't obviously predicting well, he him. Just, yeah. yeah, but he just got traded. So. But White going to Steven and 
leaving Joel without a, run, a, a top running back like that really changed, I feel like, that uh, division race for sure. Uh, I mean, Steven Steen yeah, was good before, but then he traded a guy that was on his bench for a, a running back that's a fucking top five back right now. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt. So then we have <clears throat> Joel, <laughs> another trade with Luke. He traded Adam Thielen and Lamar Miller for Joe Mixon and Geronimo Allison. That is a play yourself of the year. <laughs> I like. I'll, let me just say this for one second. When people say like auto vote, like I seriously thought about vetoing that because I was like, this is not a fair trade. There's no way that's fair. Geronimo Allison is a goddamn bum. But you know what? It's I don't think he's even play played since ahead. he traded for him. Huh? He hasn't even played since Joel traded for him, I believe. No, he has not touched the field. Hmm. All right. Uh, I mean, that's like what everyone. That's that's when and that's when the auto votes came up because I think a lot of members in the north were like, "Hey, if Joel wants to fucking give players away, you know what? Fuck them." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I kind of agree. I I kind of agree in a, in a big way, and that's why a lot of guys went to auto vote because it's like, hey. If a motherfucker wants to play himself, let him play. Yeah, but that's what how I feel. Yeah. Like we are in the league for Nate brought up this point the other day. I was like, "Thank you, Nate. That was a perfect point." Like this is everybody's been in this league for four years in a row now. Like we're not. This is not amateur hour, you know. Like people should know it's what not, a decent trade it's is. Not, but it shouldn't. It's not. But you should all. There's also been trades in this league in the last two years that are like. That's questionable. It is. There has been. I can't. The only, but it's not because of the players, though. It's because of how we push through stuff. But if we just have an auto, because everybody's going to have a different opinion on a player. It happens all the time when you're in trade talks. If you, if you need that many vetoes, like it's a bad trade. Like I agree. Oh, if you have a, if you have a seven vetoes, I think you should be an auto. I think you should look at the trade and be like, fair trade, push it through. And I think that's how the veto system should be. Is is it fair or not? It's fair. Push it through. Not fair? Put your veto in. Yeah. I don't think you should just auto vote. We don't fucking auto vote goddamn Republicans and Democrats in. <laughs> like, if you're a Democrat, you just don't auto vote Democrat. You actually assess the lineup and see who you like and if, it, you know, who's your guy. Hmm. We're off politics. Keep it moving. All right. So, next trade. Uh, it happened last week or two weeks ago. Uh, Isaiah Crowell and Derrick Henry for Demarius Thomas. I mean, it, it, guys, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna give you guys a tip. If the guy's getting passed around more than your ex, you should probably stop fucking trying to trade for him because he's trash. <laughs> it's trash at that point. Yeah, this is three trades Demarius Thomas been in. He's a bum. He's Stop a trading for him. <laughs> well, I just traded for him because I I wanted some trade bait. I needed some depth. Well, you need to trade for him because he's ass. That's why. <laughs> he dropped four passes to Dez Bryant in his prime. <laughs> uh, Derrick Henry is now on the waiver wire. I would say that's a wash for both of us. <laughs> and then yeah, uh, he's about to be he's about to be on the unemployed wire. <laughs> The, the the latest trade happened two days ago was Zach Ertz and Tevin Coleman for Mike Evans and Evan Ingram. Unfortunately, Tevin Coleman 
for Joel 30 minutes after this trade was made was announced that he's going to be the starter for the rest of the season because Devontae Freeman is on the IR. Um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> that is I love it. fucking shitty luck. Um, I felt terrible and good at the same time. I'm not going to lie. I texted Joel that. Um, no. I, I, I didn't know what feel to terrible for another. I don't feel terrible for another man's fantasy team. I don't. Never. Ever. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, that's going to wrap up the Who Plays Yourself. Um, now we're going to get into the Gator fantasy questions. So far, I only brought up six. If uh, I don't know if you saw any. Uh, if, if you want to do some more, Colin. Yeah, I can... got to go ahead and run them off. I got them all screenshotted, but run those off. And, uh, all right, what's, uh, uh, let's go with the first one. Uh, this is from Nate. Is Joel suffering in Gator fantasy due to his gambling issues? What do you think? No, I don't. I don't I think. I think Joel is suffering. I, I think, here's why I think Joel's suffering. Because he fucking can't draft. Dude just sucks at drafting. And then he has to make a hundred moves. Chess pieces. And he's just there. You know what? He's staring at, he's got, I don't know what he, I can't remember the glasses. I think it's Felix Gray glasses. Joel is staring at too much computer light, too many numbers of chip Bob. And it is fuzzing his mind. <laughs> Joel, I need you to go get some Felix Gray glasses. They block at the blue light. It removes the fuzziness from your head. We need to get them as an, uh, a sponsor uh, maybe next time at, for the podcast. Um, I'll have to take a look into the Felix Gray. As long as we get over 10 viewers, I think they should be in. <laughs> so I, I, I don't think the, the gambling issue is suffering. I, I'm... It's, it's all the trades, man. <laughs> like you had some good ass players on this squad. I mean, he still doesn't have a bad team. Like at one point, I looked down this lineup and like, dude, this guy hustled for that lineup. That's a good lineup, no doubt. And then I look at it now, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeldon taking a get, getting out uh, carried probably here soon by Hyde is going to yeah. be interesting, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. That's just a, that's just a you can't build your year off like pickup players like that, and that's really what he is. Is this average? Um, I mean, Yeldon, he's not. I'm saying, you know, they can't be your RB1 yeah. or your RB2. I mean, he's going to need Mixon to carry the load for sure. No doubt. No doubt about it. All right, so then let's move on to Porter's question. Um, who is the worst... No, the best and the worst dresser in Gator fantasy. Uh, I'm going to put meat up there for worst. No disrespect. But every time I see my dog, he's in a black tee or something. <laughs> I've never seen Pete know. in a black tee. Who the fuck am I lying Who the fuck am I lying It's It's Fred Maddox. It's Fred Maddox all day long. Yeah, I mean, when I, I don't know if you guys remember me going into like billards and shit. Posting pictures of the ugliest goddamn shirts I could find, just put the Brett Maddox collection on it. The 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 like Hawaiian. But that's just like book. Yeah, like the Hawaiian T-shirts with zigzag stripes down it. It looked like someone puked on it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's like the the Mac Mill, not Mac R.I.P. Uh, 
That fucking thrift, the thrift shop dude. What the, what the hell was his name? Mac. Oh, Macklemore. Macklemore, like that song, like those type of clothes. You're talking about like that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Jay, Joel was rocking that shit for uh, a hot minute too. Um, it's a Gainesville style. There's no doubt about it. Just like go find the ugliest t-shirt you can find, put it on, and wear some short shorts and some Dockers, and you're going to pull that. <laughs> Oh man! So you're thinking Brett is? I do believe Brett's shirts, like just those shirts alone, like I can't, I cannot agree with those. I mean, I just can't. That's <laughs> I, something I've never put on a day in my life. I go Brett. I mean, I don't see Dylan that much. Like I would go Brett to be honest. Just with those shirts, those things stand out to me very much in my head. All right. What about the the uh, the best dress? I mean, <laughs> you're you gonna you, say yourself. You, you, I mean, not to be a pompous asshole, but you're talking to me. <laughs> All right, so the best dressed, according to Colin, is Colin. Who's second? I mean, I would say. I'd have to give it to you because you fit a lot of my style. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I've basically shown you. I think we did. Oh, Jesus. Oh, all right, this I is don't a... think many people. I don't think many people would argue with those picks. I don't think even you would. I think we should. Uh, that's a that's a debate for the pod. Uh, I mean, uh, for the polls afterwards. Um, oh, you know you. You can't trust these guys. <laughs> Let's go to the next question from Nate. More impressive, Dylan with his injuries or Brett with four Cardinals? I didn't even know Brett had four Cardinals on his roster. I'm going to, like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I haven't seen Brett roster or uh, Brett's roster all year. Um, so I would have no idea. But it's got to be, I think, like, I know you had bad injury last year. But at some point, like, you just got to feel bad for Dylan. Like, you just can't fucking get it right in Gator Fantasy ever. Like, ever. No, no it's some bad luck. Um, let's start off with Dylan. I mean, let's start off with Brett right now. I got his roster up. So, he it has David Johnson. I'm so, Hopefully, hey, Byron Leftwich, they're thinking that he's going to be the next the big thing as a coordinator. So hopefully he uses David Johnson correctly and gives him some touches, way more touches. Uh, but David Johnson, Christian Kirk, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, and uh, Chase Edmonds, the backup from, he's got the handcuff, I guess, for David Johnson. I fucking hate handcuffs, really, unless they're like PPR backs. Well, unless you don't have it. But well, if you don't have any depth. If you don't have any depth on your team, you can handcuff. I mean, I had to handcuff one guy because I thought my guy was going to jail. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, but then Quincy and Nunwa, he's out for a little bit. Uh, Blake Bortles on, and Marshawn Lynch, who's injured as well. Um, Marshawn is out for a month. He's just got to drop the Cardinals, try to pick something up. That's the worst offense in football right uh, now. Besides the Titans. Yeah, that offense is good. I would say uh, they're equally as bad. The Titans and them? No, that I'm no, no, no. I'm saying Dylan's injury. And Dylan's injury lowers me and those Cardinals. Yeah, Dylan got another injury again. 
Um, Again, another, hey, hold on, another one. Okay, so we have, let's see, Fournette's going to be out for sure. Uh, definitely. He, he, they just might as well put him on the uh, they Yeah. So he has Allen Robinson, who's questionable. Ryan Grant is ruled out now. Um, Greg Olson, you know, he was injured to begin the year. Now he was a limited participant. He'll probably play. Uh, Cooper Cup out. Fournette out. Dalvin Cook out. Chris Carson by. Wow, this is a fucking rough week for our boy Dylan. Holy shit. Can he, can he even start enough guys? Uh, as of right now, no. He has to drop somebody, and that so he's gonna have to drop either Ryan Grant. I'm guessing he'll drop because um, he's not gonna drop Cook, Fournette, Cup, Baldwin, Jimmy Graham, or Carson. Like if his team was just healthy, he would be fine. <laughs> hey, you know what it sounds like? I'm hearing a little vulture needs to go in there because he needs players healthy ones. Yeah, just hit him up. Sounds like a vulture needs to come land. <laughs> Pick up the scraps. Somebody's got to. All right. Uh, let's go with Nate's question. Championship game prediction. Who Who's going to the ship in Gator Fantasy? I think Nate somehow pulls it out in um, the North. I really do. You think he's, he's going to win the North? I, I think he could. So he, you're not just so – if Bell does not come back, I think he can just turn around and, dude, with six games, like, with that six-game plan, nobody is out of it right now. No, exactly. It makes it a lot more fun. Like, I'm fucking one and five, and I'm only two games back, you know? Like, it, that's what I'm saying. You can, there's a lot of stuff to be happening, and the playoff race is going to be super tight, I feel like, this year for that last spot. That's why I love it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. You, you got Pete, whose team is uh, actually uh, pretty damn good. Uh, scoring a lot of points. And then yeah. he's going to be right there. Who could seriously win it all? And he's two and four right now. Um, Chubb yeah. being there's, in, a of, there's a lot of teams that can win it all. I mean, that's shit ton. You go down and you look at all the points. Like, I think all, I think there's like five or six guys, like the highest scores are all within like 50 points or something or 60 points. Like, yeah. 60 points with PPR isn't that much. Like, you can outscore guys 60 points in one week. Like, yeah. he has a bad week. Yeah. Um, like, I still think that Nate has the best roster. I, like, he's three and three. I think he's, his roster is disgusting. I, yeah, that's good. Melvin Gordon and Christian McCaffrey, and McCaffrey already had his bye. So, um, you know, Gordon is an, probably the second best running back, uh, fantasy wise, in the league right now. Um, so you have him, McCaffrey, Boyd's a huge uh, stud this year so far. Uh, Galladay's got a, a ton of upside every single week. Odell, you have Philip Lindsay. I do think, uh, well, <laughs> I do like, I mean, like Galladay and Boyd, I do think those guys fall off at some point, uh, but you just never know. Those, like, see, those are guys, like, those are pickup guys that just panned out. Like, I don't think they always last. But, I mean, maybe. I think Galladay for sure does. He uh, could, or they could just start fucking, or people could start playing for him and they could start giving the ball somewhere else. He's just got good depth. Like, overall, for a, like, he has three legit running backs that he could start. 
Uh, yeah, no doubt. It's a good roster. There's no doubt about it. And then I think I think the other one is. But I tell you this: every fucking heavyweight contender, every guy we say is gonna win every year, never fucking wins. No, I mean, like Steven, and he's the other one. Huh? Steven and Nate are the two favorites, I think. Right now. I mean, record, yeah. of course. I mean, record is 5-1 and one and 3-3. Three and three. Why are you going on record? Well, no, no, I'm just going uh, over okay. who I think on their roster. I think Steven and Nate have the two best rosters. Yeah. I, well, I, like, I mean, it's the best thing. With, you can have a great roster. It just depends on what you put together on game day. Yeah, but they've been putting up. So it's, uh, uh, I'll say, I'll just say, I'll say Nate, and I'll say, uh, not, no, I'll say Pete, and I will say, um, and I'm gonna say, you know what? I'm going underdog here, major underdog. First title appearance. His team has been solid this year. It hasn't been bad. I'm going with Keith Reynolds rap. Okay, that's. You know, I definitely think Keith is going to be in the playoff race for sure. Title is going to depend on yeah. He's got backs. Uh, it's just, fantasy is so fucking weird. I am literally one Crabtree catch away from the fucking a title sitting in my living room. But you know what? Joel got that title instead because Crabtree fucking dropped the ball. <laughs> Not even a joke. One Crabtree catch determined a championship. Not even a fucking joke. All right, you want to go off to the uh, the last question of the Ask Gator Fantasy podcast. This is from Joel. What is it? Cash or gifts for your wedding presents? Hey, cash, oh man, I don't want no gifts unless it's. I'm trying to think of what Viagra. the. <laughs> I don't. I don't think anything anybody but your boys are going to get you Viagra. But all right, cash and wedding. Let's think about or for your wedding gifts. Uh, you can spend it on whatever the fuck you want. Uh, I don't want another exactly. set of pots and pans that I already have, you know? Um, exactly. Like, it should be some, listen, like Randy said, straight cash, homie. Although, my buddy from work just got married. He had a cash wedding. <clears throat> he thought that he was gonna, they were just going to split the cash in half, you know, uh, yeah. And get like whatever he wants, so he was gonna do it in his poker fund. So he was gonna he he, he likes to play poker a lot, and uh, unfortunately, she said no. We're buying a new bedroom set. That's basically like a wedding present for me because that sucks. <laughs> uh, have, do you know who Bill Burr is? No. Bill Burr, I have just discovered this guy recently because I listened to him on podcast. But Bill Burr is a comedian. This guy is fucking hilarious. He trashed the absolute dog shit out of Philly fans when they booed him. And this dude is funny. Like, very well-known comedian. And he was saying, like, do you find it funny that when a guy is married, you can walk in that house, and you're like, does a guy even fucking live here? <laughs> and I thought that was the most true statement in my life. Because, like, you walk in my – when my dad was married, you walked in his house. And the only thing you would have fucking thought, like, oh, a guy lives here, was there was a guitar on the wall. Yeah. That he played, like a nice Fender guitar. But other than that, that shit was so bitched up, it wasn't even funny. <laughs> like, my aunt, like, my aunt's house, you walk into my auntie, that's what, the guy does not live there. <laughs> it's just a woman. That's why you gotta have <laughs> a man cave. 
you walk in my own building, it's the same exact thing. It's like, so I can see how that woman ended up with a bed bug. Yeah. Because that guy, it's over for him. He's dead. <laughs> He's buried. Well, Dylan, it's over. You have a man cave. You either have a man cave or you have nothing. Yeah. Like that's it. You have your shed. So I would like to know, like right now, the like I think Nate's the only one that's married. Does Nate's house look like a man lived there? That's a good question. The only thing I've seen of Nate's house is the countertops. They look nice, and uh, his what was it, a Harry Potter or Star Wars or some shit poster behind him. Remember that? I don't. Was yeah. that when he was carrying, holding the voltage? Yeah, he's got to have a voltage uh, uh, blown up on the wall somewhere. It's got to be a. It's got to be a voltage halo poster blown up on the wall. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else this place I've been to recently. Uh, that's why I. Um, I, I I literally like every male like that. If you like walk into your place right now, like you know, I mean, besides, I mean, you guys aren't married, and it's not really like that, but um, you would know, man. Let's hear you walk in my house, you see a goddamn seventy inch on the wall. You're like, that's a man, manly beard. Plus, I got like Budweiser hat sitting everywhere, <laughs> and I got Marky Mark on the wall, and I got the Orange Bowl and LeBron somewhere. So, wedding gifts for sure. Yeah cash and hope to god that you can turn your own house your house into something <clears throat> that represents you have a set of nuts is that what you're saying or you stick your dick in your girl's mouth and you say i'm putting the fuck taking this money getting a goddamn 80 and just going in the man cave you keep the rest wow that is <laughs> extremely <laughs> aggressive <laughs> you know who I, i'm sorry i got that from bill burr that guy's got me on some woman hate shit right now it's kind of funny do we end the? Is that the last? Qu- that's the last question I have. Do you have another one? I did not have another one. I think that was covered covered all the bases. So that is a fifty-eight minute and counting no, podcast. I have another question though. I do have another question. I have one more question. All right, what is it? I want the over. Well, I want your over under Lakers. How many games they win this year, and what seed do they get? Um. So I watched the first opening game the other night against Portland. Portland's a, a, a good team. They're not anything crazy. Uh, they got some – I think they'll be a mm, – I don't know if they'll be a top four they seed. They could be a playoff team. No, no, yeah, they're going to be a playoff team. I'm trying to see, like, what seed I'd probably yeah. think they are. Uh, the West is fucking good, man. Uh, so – I mean, the Clippers are we – all right, we'll go through some teams that are done right now in the – We'll go through some NBA just because it's starting up. Um, like I think they'll be like a. Not making it. I think they'll be a forty-eight to fifty win team. Yeah, I think honestly, I think that the uh, Vegas odds was fifty-two games or something on the Lakers, which was I it? think they go over. You think they go over? I think it was. Dude. LeBron is just a different animal. Like I'm not gonna lie, that offense yeah. is gonna be disgusting if they can get. Uh, like it's a different team than LeBron has played with before. He it's not a oh let's uh, him penetrate and kick it out. We don't have shooters like that. Like we have other guys that 
are going to get into the paint. Yeah. And then the best thing about it, everybody was hating on the move when it happened, but Rondo coming to the Lakers, when LeBron's not on the court, you have another playmaker. Yeah, like, and I think Ingram can play. He won't be an all-star, but he can play close. Yeah. He'll be getting closer to all-star level. And I think Lonzo is still a bum. No, see, that's what everybody is going to say. But when you have the lineup of Lonzo, um, LeBron, I think it was Kuzma, Ingram, and I can't remember if that was the time where they were running. Oh, and Josh Hart. <clears throat> that is a disgusting Josh, defensive lineup. Like Josh, Josh Hart or JaVale? It was either Kuzma or JaVale in. I, I think it was JaVale, actually. Yeah, Kuzma was on the bench. Um, but for defense-wise, that is a really good uh, lineup. And they can still... Yeah, it's really... Yeah, it's a lengthy lineup right there. Yeah, that's why... I, I think they'll be like the, probably like the fifth seed. Fourth I or fifth? I think there's no doubt they make the playoffs. Um, I think, um, obviously, the fucking the Thunder will be in there. Obviously, uh, you know, who the Golden State. Um, yeah, there's, there's, I think there's no doubt they make the playoffs. <laughs> if they don't make the playoffs this year, I'm going to be like, LeBron, what the fuck is you doing? I want to see if LeBron can fucking run like this <laughs> for the whole season. They were going like they. It was nonstop yeah, for that shit. But LeBron's the best athlete in the world. No, no doubt. And it's nice. And and LeBron doesn't like. I like when Kobe got to thirty-two. Like when say Iverson was thirty-two. Like those guys had a thousand injuries by now. This dude, the most he's ever had is a sprained ankle and broken nose. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I mean, but. I'm talking literally the most he's ever had is a sprained ankle and a broken nose. Oh, and a hand injury. He broke his hand punching a fire extinguisher or some shit. Yeah. Which was dumb. Yeah. But LeBron I, just doesn't get injured. You, and you look at him now, and LeBron's like his fit and cut up, and he just looks fucking good right now. I do like him. I do like the or, the yellow line. It looks good. <laughs> uh, purple and gold, excuse me. Yeah, purple and gold. Whatever it is. It's not really gold, but that's my prediction. Like Fourth, fifth seed. Uh, we'll see what can happen in the playoffs. And you have LeBron right, on your team. Give me the one, two, just, just quick. Give me the East. One, two, three, four teams. Top four seeds. Top four. Uh, Boston. I think Milwaukee makes a jump. I think they'll probably be three or four this I do year. Too. Uh, I think they could be. Philly will be in there, and. I want to say, hmm, it's either going to be the probably the uh, the Heat or the Wizards. I want to see if the Heat actually do get Jimmy Butler. I think it's going to be the fourth seed. I think it's going to be the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kawhi Kawhi needs that money, and he's about to just go off every game. Yeah. And be like, not so Kawhi. Oh, yeah, I think that wraps us up. All right, well, you got anything for the Gator Fantasy members? Thank you, Pete and Joel, for letting us take over tonight, even though you don't know I'm on here until you listen to it. Uh, I don't thank you, Pete and Joel, because I haven't had any content for a goddamn month and a half, neither has anyone in the GFL. We're almost eight weeks in, 
to the NFL halfway. You ain't doing something right if you ain't got it. I'm the man in my city, you just live here. You just got in the streets, I've been out chill. You still dreaming about it, I did it in a year. You a pussy, so I know you hate me off the real. You can't.